let's talk about where fear shows up in your business and some of the ways that is massively impacting your ability to increase your income, which if that's what you'd actually like to do, let's talk about that. And I'm not talking about it from a perspective of, okay, it's probably pretty scary if you're a coach, personal trainer or coach of some kind. It's pretty scary when you raise your prices. It really is. I understand that. It's that feeling of, oh, goodness, people are going to leave me as soon as I do it, even if it's like $5 a session or $10 a session. Um, and it's a really normal fear to, to feel. But I'm not talking about just that fear. I'm just talking about in general and how it shows up because I'm going to run through some of the things that it's critically important that you do. Obviously, if you want your marketing to work, if you want to be able to earn an income that you're worthy of based on the amount of hours and training and professionalism and experience that you've put into your entire career as a coach and helping people with their body, which I presume is, if it's anything like me, it's quite close to six figures of how much money and time and effort you've put into learning how to actually help people get a result. And even if you haven't, if you're, if you have an inquisitive mind, you will eventually end up doing that anyway. And one of the key components that I've realized is missing and anyone that's been a coach for a while, if they haven't got their their um, income to where they want it to be and they have or they're not fully booked or they're not living you know the kind of personal training structure and dream business that they want to have then they haven't got the following things in order and one of those massive gaps that I know from speaking to lots of people is that their marketing is not working and when I say their marketing is not working I mean it could be I don't actually mean that their Facebook ads aren't working because that's literally a matter of okay, you have to get the copyright. Copy is another word for writing. So you need the copyright, but you also need um, to sometimes just throw a certain amount of money at it based on the number of people that it's circulated to and based on what your competition in the area is doing if you have physical four walls and you're trying to advertise to people in the um, within a 10-kilometre radius, for example. So, But Facebook ads professionals understand that and they're the people that you really should be asking about that even though, yes, you can figure out how to do it if you put enough time into it yourself by watching YouTube videos. That's a whole different story. <laughs> Although I will say what could be holding you back there is you know, fear of technology or if you're telling yourself, I'm just no good at the computer. I used to tell myself that all the time. In fact, I, I really was no good at the computer and I'm still not the best writer in the world. I can speak and yes, I understand marketing and that but that's because I've spent as much time and energy and effort on that subject matter as I did in the first decade of my career actually worrying about getting really good at helping people with their body and I realized that yeah, anyway there's a big gap there there's a big gap there for experienced coaches that's probably what you're feeling but the other thing that I realized is that even if people are exposed to some of the right things to do it's a fear that holds them back because Let's face it, there's so much information out there on the internet about how to do the thing, like whatever the thing is that you actually want to be able to do. And let's say you want to be able to get your marketing to work or you want, let's say you want to raise your income and you think that to do that, you've got to reach more people or you need to sign more people up, which by the way, you don't necessarily have to do that to raise your income. It's definitely one of the ways, but it, that will increase the volume that you're doing. And 
if you've got hours in your diary to do that that is a method to use but if you don't have hours in your diary to do that that's not the first method to use um, that's another talk on business structure I might touch on that in a second but the fear of let's talk about marketing so marketing meaning if you put an offer out there or you might just be you might be like internally quite a teacher like I am like I just love teaching people and lots of personal trainers seem to be that way inclined and they like teaching their clients so you like you like creating content which is what I'm doing now this is a piece of content and you might like creating content to teach and educate people so let's say you're teaching and you're educating people or you're even too scared to do that. So if you look at the reasons why you're too scared to do that and you actually are really honest with yourself or get a friend to help you be honest with yourself or, or a family member or whoever you can actually handle giving you an honest opinion. But some of the main reasons people are scared to do those things are obviously because of what they think their peers will think about them and or what they think their family will think about them or those close to them will think about them, the, the people that are in a relationship will think about them. I mean, even in some of my clients' cases, their kids are old enough that their children are on social media as well, and so their kids actually do comment on the stuff that they do. And I will say that no matter what you're doing, it's, you're going to be bad at it when you first start. So it doesn't matter if it's a video, it doesn't matter if it's written, but you do actually have to start because you can't, prepare and get so amazing at the thing because by the time you do that the tactics that you're learning won't work anyway because it really is you know a couple of years in it's not like you can do a degree in you know how to learn how to connect with people and then oh, do you know what I mean it's not like you, you wouldn't study for four years practically in something and then not actually become a technician and use the skill so it's always better to be using the skill as you learn it rather than study it for four years, prepare yourself before you put it out. I mean, obviously you can do that, but you will technically be four years behind. You will literally be four years behind. And I guess one of the ways I motivate myself is because of that short-term angst of, well, I don't want to be that many years behind. I figure I'm alive, so I will have a go at it. And in the first little while yes people do sometimes comment on your stuff or say things to you in real life about oh I don't think you should do that or whatever but as long as you're underpinned with your ethics and your values and the why you're actually doing it and they sit well with you then the people that are close to you you really can actually tell them how you want to be supported to begin with and the people that are outside the realm of um, your close circle you're not really going to care what they say and to be honest I'm really opinionated online and there's only been like one post in about 15 years that's actually caused an argument between people that were actually on the post. They weren't really even having a go at me, but it was something about soy that I put up and um, this is a flippant comment actually because I was at a cafe and I actually was sitting right near where they order <laughs> and it was about six girls in a row walked up to get a takeaway coffee and they ordered a takeaway soy latte. Now, if you're listening to this, at the time of listening to this, there's so much research out and I don't care whether you believe that soy is good or bad it's really not the point my internal values as a coach have always been for people to learn to question everything because I'm a questioner by nature it's my personality so I always questioned everything why is that why is that how does it work how does it work why is how can I get it to be better that kind of person which is probably annoying for a lot of people but it's how I've worked and 
in my discoveries about food and nutrition and down such line of things, we've discovered that, you know, soy is potentially not really that good for you, even though it's, you know, highly recommended by some uh, professions. So those professions are recommending that. But my thing is, well, let's dig underneath that layer of stuff and figure out why. Why do they recommend that? And what are the other adverse effects potentially and all that stuff? So I really have always liked as a personal trainer to teach clients to think for themselves and not to be spoon fed because there's nothing, I don't think nothing, there's nothing worse than being spoon fed. You know, you know what it's like, you'll have an ailment of some kind, you'll go to the doctor and if you see five different professionals, you will get five sometimes totally different opinions. And it's because, guys, it doesn't matter who's giving you the information and what degree they have, it is still their their opinion. Yes, it's their professional opinion, but what education have they had to um, educate themselves on those facts? And sometimes, a lot of the times, you know, doctors in that realm have... And sorry, I've actually had a lot of clients that are doctors in the personal training realm. And sorry if you're a doctor listening to this, it's not any not any bad word against, you know, that kind of profession because I just think it's amazing. However, some are only upgrading their education in some cases by the pharmaceutical companies. Now, I'm lucky I don't have a license and I can say that. So I can it doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? So it's actually always it's almost quite freeing being a personal trainer. We really can say what we like, but I also think that kind of comes with a bit of responsibility to make sure that you're ethical and you make sure your opinions are backed up by whatever science is available. And at the time of me saying that comment, that's a really long way to say the story, but at the time of me making this comment on social media, which I said, my goodness, girls, please think before you order soy lattes. There are other alternatives. Or, oh my God, if I hear another girl order a soy latte or something, just know that there's other alternatives. I don't care what you've been told. Or something like that. I made a comment, something like that. It was my three or four years ago now. It was a Friday morning, I remember, because then I went and did my day and was with clients and friends and stuff that I did during the day. And I came back to it at night time. And there was over 200 comments and people were having arguments with each other and there were doctors on there arguing with this, with this other one girl, which I felt sorry for, but it wasn't the point. I made a video to reply instead of replying to all the comments. And it was really just about how, you know, these are my ethics and values and this is what I believe. Now, I am so strong in the way I've delivered stuff, you know, the last decade or two anyway, because I know what I stand for in health and I guess any if that's the difference if you're starting a new project and you don't actually know what you stand for yet you don't know that it's necessarily going to work then I would highly recommend not sharing that with the the your immediate family and hoping that you're going to get um, some kind of confidence building or confidence boosting comments from them or any kind of confidence boosting anything like it really is your job to boost your confidence yourself in that case and or find some people and surround yourself with your people even if it's an online group of people where they believe and act and think and feel the same way as you do and they understand what it's like to start a new project or they understand what it's like to work for themselves or they understand what it's like to be doing something that's a little bit different to the norm and they understand what it's like to support you and you know the ups and downs and the trials that you will actually go through when you're launching something new and most people don't understand that but that's okay you just don't have to ask them for their opinions or take them so seriously if they do give them to you or if they're family then and you're scared of that then tell them how you want to be supported so hey I'm doing this thing and 
I'd really like to not have your opinion about it because I'll be fine or I'd like you to support me in X way by whatever. So you don't necessarily have to get your partner, your spouse or those close to you on board. Like they don't have to, I don't think necessarily, unless obviously you're risking all of the money that's a combined family income. I don't think, you know, that would be an unpleasant way to go, I suppose, but I guess people do it. But I'm just saying mentally and energetically, you don't really have to get your partner on board with all the things that you're doing if you're doing something that's a little bit different, as long as you're not spending their money as well. That's my thoughts anyway. That's just my opinion. So that's one way to tackle if you're scared of how family and people close to you will think of you doing the thing. The other thing to know is that I promise when you, if you put out posts and whatever it is that you're doing on social media, when you put stuff out, there is so much noise on there. There are so many people on all across all platforms now that it doesn't really matter if you put something up every day. And I mean, it should be helpful. It's really not a good idea if it is just a post about here, buy my stuff, do my challenge, buy my course. Like, yeah, it's got to be helpful or at least interesting to read. Helpful or entertaining, educational or entertaining, they say. So just think about the stuff that you actually like to read and listen to. It's not really rocket science. Um, learning to do copywriting properly is a science though and if you're going to spend one cent on transforming the business section of your business it needs to be on that you need to learn how to capture people's attention and emotions with the couple of words that you put up really Um, even if you're making videos like me like I can't stop people and shove their phone onto my profile and get them to watch my video I have to draw them in with the words that are at the top of the video for example or if I'm advertising a seminar because I've done lots of seminars over the years then it would have to be you'd have to grab people's attention with the words that are advertising the seminar so it would either be the name of the seminar or the outcomes that they might want and it's you've got to remember that the difference between this is a whole other post but the difference between the marketing words and the things that you're actually going to teach them is a very big difference. So there's a big, big difference between the problems that they have in their mind and the things that they think that they want and the things that you're actually going to give them and the tools that you're actually going to use to give that person what it is that they want once they're actually clients. So it's different. Once they're clients, it's a different journey. Whole nother conversation. I could actually talk for eight hours on just the subject of marketing alone. I will do that one day. Because when it works, you will get people to mess, mess. People will be messaging you. You'll have a little line at the end. If any of this resonates with you, send me a message. Like you, people will message you if your marketing works. If it doesn't, then they won't. So, and they won't even stop to listen to read your stuff if the first couple of lines doesn't grab them now because everybody's so overloaded with all the material that they see. Okay, I digress. Where's fear? So there will be fear sometimes in I don't know what the right thing is to do. So fear of probably making a mistake. And I want to say there that but in the teacher in me wants to say that sometimes that's really not helpful language. If you're constantly saying, I don't know, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, then guess what? The answer is never going to appear. I mean, of the, sometimes it's not going to magically appear on your desk or into your mind but sometimes it does but sometimes it will be inspired by a conversation that you have or you know there'll be a a situation of events happen and all of a sudden you'll get the idea from that thing so you will often be able to see one step ahead at a time the other thing that 
there is fear in is people setting goals big enough so if you're only going up if you're wishing to let's say increase your income right but you're scared that it's going to mean that you have to work more hours okay it doesn't necessarily mean that but that's definitely a fear what how am I going to replicate it I don't it's so it's underpinned by that I don't know how am I going to replicate the hours and days and weeks and months that I do now and do more volume I don't know so it's it comes back to that whole I'm scared because I don't know thing then there's the how do I I don't know what the next step is to take which again is the I don't know then there's the whole only having goals if you said any at all thinking about the setting of goals and then if you said any at all only asking for you know one to five or ten percent more money than what you were now I mean not that money is the be all and end all of everything or, or really much at all but that's probably why you're in business in the first place is to make a little bit of money and survive and get in exchange for your services right so I'm just using that as a measure so we'll talk about that and so people don't know one how to set the goal and two to make it big enough that it actually really does need to be twice as scary as what you can handle because sometimes you'll only reach halfway there's a lot of uh, famous successful people not in the online world including not on the online world who set very very large goals and they really really honestly the one thing that I do know about them from speaking to people about this thing is that they say you will not know how to get it it doesn't matter it's irrelevant the how is actually always irrelevant but if you don't set the goal in the first place then you will never get it so often the goal needs to be really big and you won't know all the steps and it doesn't matter so again it comes back into that mindset of you can't be an accountant when you do this because the the back the past of your business doesn't equal the future but your accountant will tell you that it does so then don't work with an accountant that insists on that or just don't believe your accountant because they don't think like that so I hesitate to use the word entrepreneur because I just don't freaking like it because everyone's an entrepreneur at the moment anyway they're the people that I reckon they make something up it's like an invention I know that that's not true they're just somebody that can make money out of nothing anyway if that's you then you know that I'm talking to you I guess but just because you work for yourself doesn't mean that you're one of those. It means that you like work for yourself. So I think they're different things. Anyway, so there's the fear of what people think is one of the biggest ones. The fear of failing and having proving your family right. I think when your family's probably been telling you to give up on this thing for however long you've probably been at it because of fear of you becoming different, fear of you getting different your feelings hurt and it really does come down to that that kind of breaking out against the mold against the group against um the social norm is so ingrained in every cell of our body and our brain like that lizard part of the brain but that you can't don't expect it to go away it's almost like people think they've got to wait until they don't have any fear before they can do the thing and it's just actually a fact that that's never going to happen you're going to have to feel the fear and do it anyway for want of a better expression (laughs) I'm not saying lean into the fear and exaggerate it I'm actually saying distract yourself from the fear and do a couple of steps yes ideally earlier in the day do the uncomfortable things there will be uncomfortable things that you know that you're supposed to do and whatever it is that's nagging at you 
that will go away if you ignore it for long enough but it's nagging at you for a reason and it's because you're supposed to do it so why don't you do it and then you your logic mind steps in and says oh well because of this and because of that and whatever else and obviously you know that's fear and you could say that it's the subconscious mind versus conscious mind you could say that it's god versus us you could say a multitude of things based on your beliefs it doesn't really matter you really need to take the action you know and as mel robbins says mel robbins says you know do it before the five second mark because by then the logic brain is starting to talk you out of it and because there is no such thing as motivation there is definitely no such thing as the circumstances and the environment including your life environment being in a perfect situation there is always stuff going on for human beings in life now i'm not saying push ahead and do business and whatever because we're all affected by those things in particular you know if one of the, a family member or a close friend is sick or something or somebody's in hospital it's like everything kind of needs to be shut down until not shut down but you know mentally i find those those things you can only really shrink time and just deal with it you know and when i say shrink time i mean don't go don't try to plan for a year sometimes you can't even plan for a month or a week you just have to do a day at a time or an hour at a time with those cases and that's okay but they're the only things that i would use as not an excuse everything else is an excuse in that if one thing can disrupt you then a lot of things will disrupt you I'm not saying don't feel them, but you do have to get good at moving through the feelings and doing the thing anyway, because it's really important that you remind yourself why you're doing the thing. And I think it's, see how it does come down to goals because people aren't reminding themselves that they have the goal, that they're thinking about the thing. So when you tune into that on a regular basis, like I daily, when you tune into what it is that you want, what it is that you're creating and why you're doing it and reminding yourself, you pretty soon become the thing and including reminding yourself of who you are creating it as if you are there what who is it that you would like to be what is it that you want not how am i going to do it when you find your brain going into the well i don't know how to do it that's fine just quieten that part of the conversation and then move into another section of your mind and start to either distract yourself with something happy because you can't i heard a great expression before actually by Esther Hicks channeling Abraham talking about you can't lead from behind so you can't dig your way out of a hole when you're already in it you have to really be, be distracted which is the whole you know time heals everything theory purely because hopefully you know you sleep enough and you wake up one day and you're just not thinking about it first thing in the morning or if you're thinking about that thing first thing in the morning yes address it do whatever you need to to address it but you've got to go and have some fun with your friends as well or i say that because that's what is fun for me go and do whatever helps you to get in a good mood and puts you in a good vibe or however you want to say it but it's critically important obviously to move through whatever's going on because it's just going to add to the list of fears that hold you back and I say, add to the list of fears that hold you back. Holding you back from what? What are they even holding you back from? So if you can expose that to yourself and understand what they're holding you back from and don't worry about what it is that's there that's holding you back from the thing. Focus more on the thing. What is the thing that you actually want? And if you don't know, then figure that out. And I will also give you this get out of jail free card if you're a girl and you like to change your mind a lot like I do. 
then you are allowed to choose different things when you write down your goals. I certainly don't pull out the notes from the day before because often I don't even know which notebook they're in because I have so many journals and notebooks that I write things in that um, they're not always the same. It doesn't really matter what is the thing, what is the stuff that you want to spend your life and your money on? How is it that you actually want to be? What is it? What's the stuff? Start choosing that and the way will be shown to you. The people and the help will freaking arrive. But not if you don't choose what you want. Let me know if you've got any questions. Talk soon.